Hi, thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Kim Hicks, Vice President of Business Development with the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing. I am so thrilled to be back again alongside our new Diamond Apacan business partner, ShiftKey, for part two of our three-part staffing series titled New Year, New Way, Using Technology to Supplement Staffing. Just a little bit about ShiftKey. ShiftKey provides an innovative solution to today's staffing challenges by providing a true online marketplace for posting and finding open shifts, as well as verifying credentials, conducting background checks and more. ShiftKey removes friction and makes it simple for healthcare facilities and providers to connect. All right, joining us again today, we have our two very insightful guests, Brandon Tappen and Faggy Morgenstern. Brandon Tappen is with ShiftKey and is a licensed nursing home administrator of over 15 years. He holds active licenses in Texas and Colorado, but has spent the 12 years prior to joining ShiftKey leading multi-facility, multi-state operations across the post-acute healthcare space. He progressed to the role of president of operations at senior care centers. During his tenure there, he helped that organization grow to become the largest skilled nursing provider in Texas. He has also held executive leadership roles at Kindred and most recently, Stonegate Senior Living. Faggy Morgenstern has more than 15 years of experience in employee operations. She has extensive knowledge of best practices in labor management. Her passion and commitment to efficiency and cost containment drives her ability to bring value to organizations and help them run more effectively through ongoing management and procurement of staffing agency contracts along with labor monitoring. All right, so we are at part two of our staffing series, not replacing your full-time staff, but alleviating the burnout. Keep your full-time staff happy, balancing the full-time and PRN staff. All right, Faggy, we're gonna jump in with the first question. In your experience, how has supplemental nursing staff helped your facility? And what are some ways to keep that relationship between full-time staff and supplemental staff happy? So this is a big one. You know, this is a big question. <laughs> it's such a loaded question because it has two parts to it. You know, and I'm actually gonna talk about the second part first, because it's so important, right? Because at the end of the day, I could bring in outside staff all I want, but the way we treat them is what's going to cause them to want to come back. So I could have all these different platforms and tools that I have, but if I don't treat the staff that come in the right way, then I'm defeating the purpose by trying to outsource that support system. And really what we're noticing is that we tend to treat the supplemental staff differently. And my biggest and best suggestion I can tell organizations, and I do this all the time, is treat them as your own. Look at them as an extended support system to your internal staff. Don't treat them any differently than you would have treated your own staff because it has such a major impact in that when they're treated differently and they don't feel comfortable, the chances of them coming back 
are very different than if you welcome them in, treated them as part of your extended family at your organization. They're going to want to be attracted to continue to pick up their availability at shifts that you post for that specific facility. You know, I see very frequently we'll hold them accountable to very different standards. We'll frequently DNR staff for reasons that sometimes make no sense whatsoever. And we should really evaluate how we look at them in that regard of communication how we hold them accountable, all these different things will make an impact in regards to ensuring that they not only want to come pick up at your facility, but they stay wanting to work consistently at the same facility. You know, like we'll frequently focus on agency attendance very differently than internal facility staff attendance. You know, we forget that they have issues that come up too. And what we'll see by communicating better with the staff directly, which ShiftKey gives us access to see phone numbers and emails, which allows us to communicate ahead of time proactively to say, hey, I saw you picked up the shift next week. We're so excited to have you at our facility. It allows relationship to be built even before them hitting the facility itself, which is so welcoming for somebody within the gig economy, especially the ones that have just signed up recently. This is a balance for them too to figure out and navigate around. You know, maybe they would have been a full-time employee up to now and they just transition out because they want to have that same work-life balance, right? And therefore, we're wanting to make sure that we do what we can to ensure the consistency of care is always there and building strong communications and relationships with everybody at all different levels is going to impact the way the turnouts end up happening. So your results are impacted greatly by how you treat them and how you communicate with them. And the other piece of that in regards to how has this help with maintaining the relationship between a full-time staff, you know, nothing is worse than a facility working short. And by making sure you have enough staff to go around, it ensures your full-time staff aren't working harder than they would have in their entire career. I heard people complaining or nurses complaining that they're overseeing more residents than they ever have. And doing that is causing them to be turned off from wanting to do that on a consistent basis. By working short, you're only pushing the agenda to push more staff to want to leave that full-time capacity, you know, helping support that and understanding that the full-time staff have a certain level of loyalty and commitment and have been at the same organization is truly valuable and making sure their voices are heard by when they're saying we've worked short this weekend, what are we doing about next weekend? And that we're working together with companies like ShiftKey that gives us access to reach those providers proactively enough to be able to circumvent that next weekend isn't short will help ensure that your full-timers see that we're being listened to and we're being heard and that's so 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 important so faggy let's say you have a nurse that's really feeling intimidated by the supplemental staff coming in and seeing their residents you know how do you overcome the challenge what specific ways are you dealing with this because we know that the nurses are feeling overwhelmed i mean we hear it all the time but then at the same time they're feeling intimidated and they have these other feelings so how are you dealing with that a lot of education and a lot of team type of work environments and where we're getting feedback from the team itself and hearing it from the other side and how they feel and trying to integrate them as best we can, right? In that regard, we'll help ensure that that nurse gets to build a relationship with that other nurse that's coming through and ensure that she helps train them so they feel more welcome and help to ensure that they felt uncomfortable, they would share it. Yes, it may be intimidating at the first place, but we see that easily changing when they see that 
this person is reliable. This person could show up and therefore I don't have to stay a double shift as often as I had before allows for them to realize that they're not the enemies. They're the support system. And really it comes from the top to have that education, to understand, you know, Hey, you know, full-time nurse, we're not here after your job. We're here to supplement when you don't have enough. Right. And when your staff are frequently taking off on say holiday season, we're going to come in to help support you. Then we're not here to become a full-time employee at your organization. We don't want to, we like our work-life balance the way we have it, you know, and we're only going to pick up shifts that you post. It's not that we're picking up shifts that are just random shifts that are taking away shifts that you would have picked up. We're picking up shifts that are being posted by the organization to say those are true needs. And therefore, the administrators and the DONs within the organization need to work together to ensure that to weed out some of the intimidating portions of that, help the staff realize that they're true allies. You know, if you treat them as an administrator, as your extended staff and your extended team, staff realize that everything trickles down and staff will start treating them the same way. And Brandon, do you have anything to add? Yeah, Kim, as an operator, I, I knew the best way to reduce direct care turnover was to reduce nurse management turnover. I'm going to focus on the nurse managers for a minute because I recall as an administrator the visceral guilt and helplessness when my director of nursing or another nurse manager was working that third and fourth night shift or weekend shift. Again, as an administrator, if we're short in the laundry or if we're short in the kitchen, I can help there. But without a nursing license, there's only so much that I can do. And that burden on our nurse management I know is a big reason for this burnout in nurse leadership and long-term care. By allowing our DONs and our ADONs and our wound care specialists and infection preventionists and MDS coordinators, so important, to be fully in the roles that they've ascended to, gosh, so much can be accomplished from a retention and quality of care perspective and keep these critical team members happy in the career calling that they have, right? They're leaving the industry, yes, because they're tired and COVID and everything else, but I really feel like more than that, it's this feeling of being unable or incapable of affecting the change and the quality of standards that they want to reach because they lack the human resources to do so. And that's where temporary staffing help can really make a difference. Facilities can redirect also this massive expense and effort that's spent on replacing the 10 to 20% of their workforce repeatedly over the year towards recruitment and retention and training with the other 80% that wants to be engaged in a full-time employment relationship by using a platform like ShiftKey strategically. Yeah, to piggyback off what Brendan, what you just said in regards to, there's always going to be that full-time staff that want to work because they need the benefits or want to have access to the benefits and appreciate working, you know, within the building or within the facility, I should say, at a consistent level, you know, with a set schedule on their master template with a week one, week two rotation or whatever that rotation is. Some people like that. There's just such a shift on having a more balanced version of that and where you have others that want that flexibility. So understanding that piece of staff wanting benefits, they're going to have that consistency. And then in turn, helping them realize that these 
external staff are coming in with no benefits helps to alleviate some of the intimidation on our end is what we're noticing by communicating with them and letting them know these agency staff are not making any benefits or not having any of these additional incentives that you guys have in place in turn are getting a couple of dollars up front but they've got no guaranteed shifts they're not assigned to the same unit every time they come these are things that will help balance the fact that you know they may come in at different rates and are working full time yes they're getting benefits but it's it's sometimes like when you have an agency that comes in at a significantly inflated rate, that's when you have the issues. And therefore, it is so important to have the right kind of partnerships that really we're looking at the rates and what they should be at so that we could ensure that there's never a vast difference between what your internal staff are getting between their benefits and their rates versus what the agency is getting. You know, it should be a couple of dollars off from each other and it easily will impact the way staff see that. It makes sense, right? I'm getting benefits. The benefits here cost X dollars. They're getting this instead. You know, I have the choice now to do both, but we're on a more even playing field versus when you have agency platforms that come in and offer these shifts at highly inflated rates, that's what's causing some of the real frustrations on the organization level to really want that the agency shouldn't be there, that the agency staff should get kicked out and stuff like that. But I also think that in general, there's such a stereotype of staffing agency is bad. They're bad for us. We don't want them. We shouldn't be using them. My opinion is not all staffing agencies are created equal. Yes, there are some out there that are in it for the short haul, but by connecting with partners that are in it for the long term, that really understand the space and that will work together with your organization to create a game plan that's long term, that's sustainable, are the ones you want to go after. So really, organizations finding the right partnerships is going to be an extreme impact on A, their bottom line, but B, in consistency of care between their internal and external staff. I totally agree with that, and I think that's really important to point out. All right, so any closing remarks from Brandon? I think this was a really great conversation today. No, thanks, Kim. All right, well, thank you both, and I will be talking to you both soon for our final podcast for this series on staffing. Thank you so much. Awesome, thank you. Thanks, Kim.